Now, from the Paxa Studios in downtown Honolulu, Josh Pacheco and Hunter Hughes. They've seen the results of hard work and labor. They've seen that, hey, man, all we got to do is win. You see all the tension that we're getting? Like, that, that has registered now. Off the Bench on ESPN Honolulu. The voice of Deion Sanders. Just a couple of days after the big win at TCU, the Colorado Buffaloes are nationally ranked. And for all of the hype that Deion Sanders has been the last couple of days, I love that. He was talking about his team. Hey, winning starts today. We're in the film room. Yeah. Guys, yesterday, good percentage of the team in the film room. And I love, too, when he talks about his guys learning what winning feels like. Hey, you win. You get all this attention. You're you're getting recognized. You're getting noticed. That was that was pretty cool. This was actually a more chill Deion Sanders than the one that we saw after the game on Saturday. Uh, I think you would be chill whenever you knock off a CFP contender mm-hmm. from last season. You stun the entire country. No, nobody, including myself, Josh, I don't want that to be missed at all. I, I didn't believe in Colorado in the slightest. Oh, neither did I. I thought um, they were like a three or four win team this year. The verdict's still kind of out, to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, if this was a one-and-done situation, uh, because their athletes played out of their mind. Yes. Played out of their mind. Um, Hunter might actually be... A Heisman contender. If he can, if, if he, he can, can be a two-way guy again, two-way guy making interceptions, catching for over a hundred yards. How do you not give it to a guy like that? Right. Um, crazy to think that we might have a legit contender for uh, a defenseman grabbing the uh, the Heisman. Last closest one was uh, was uh, Manti. That's right. In uh, twenty twelve, something like that. Um, Has it been that long? It, I know. Feels Man. like it was yesterday, but Man. Yeah. Um, cause uh it was the year Johnny won. That's right. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I digress. Colorado shows what you can do if you lasso the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, uh not just him being prime, it shows that he can uh he can wield the respect of these guys. That it's not just his ego leading this team, but it's a guy that can command the respect of a football team and get them to run through a brick wall for him. Um, Colin Cowherd put it beautifully. The fact that they weren't getting you know a bunch of offsides or false start penalties um, from a execution standpoint from down in distance they handled their business Mm -hmm. in a i almost want to start throwing in like conference you know conference championship level at least in this game right Right. because you're you're playing against a a serious serious school in tcu now obviously it's not the same tcu they um they don't have nearly the tools they had last year or their offensive coordinator who's now at clemson and i think that's a big Big deal that TCU didn't have that. Hmm. Of course, 
not having you know their starting quarterback from last year who finished off the year with them and and you know there's there's some things that make TCU different than last. I want to focus on Dion for a little bit. And by the way, he's Hunter Hughes wearing a Chicago Bears jersey. You got it, baby. Uh, I'm Josh Pacheco. I'm just grossed out by that jersey. I know. Uh, it's off the bench here. Your Aloha shirt's kind of Green Bay. Yeah, I didn't have the thought in my mind. I know, but it's, we had this three-hour-long meeting today. Mm. After having an hour-long meeting, we've I've spent four hours in meetings, and I felt like I couldn't go to a meeting in just a polo and jeans. So, you know, I needed to, to, to be a little more, um, you know, upscale. I like the sock action, my man. Oh, thank you. These right. are um, penguins. Bright blue with penguins. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you haven't seen my bacon socks yet. Ooh, no, I, I have not. <laughs> oh, for anybody that cares, I'll wear yeah. that next time. Um, Josh is uh, dressing to impress today, and uh, I think it has something to do with uh, call the coach. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The Timmy Chang Show. Yeah. There I, we go. I, I'm actually not going there tonight. What? It starts at 6, and, we, oh, and by the time I get there, up. yeah, so 6 is the regular time. That's right. By the time I get there, it's about halfway through. So Wednesday's Hunter's Monday. So, mm. yeah, I'm figuring some stuff out over and, here. And because I've been in four hours of meetings, I have probably like two hours of work to do after the show. Which is why John Veneri probably told me, all right, man, I'll see you Saturday. But he just figured I wasn't going. It's possible. More <laughs> on the Timmy Chang show coming up. We have some breaking news on that mm. um, coming up in a little bit. But let, let's get back to Dion. Um, the jury is still out for me yeah. on how we got here. You know, after the game on Saturday, when when Dion was was basically talking about, hey, you guys didn't believe in us. I got the receipts, and you know, trying to get the I'm bringing my luggage, and it's Louie. right? Yeah, and, and and trying to get the media to be like, hey, you know, you better be be rooting for me now after you know putting me down and putting this team down all all off season. Um, he won one game. I and I yep. not to be the downer in the room. He won one game. I don't know if this is a bowl eligible team in 2023. I mean, they're ranked. That's that's awesome. I'm I'm happy for him. But that just because you won one game, yep, doesn't mean that how you got here to be one and zero works. That's right. And you've got four monsters to deal with in the Pac-12: mm-hmm. USC, Washington, Utah, and Oregon. Right. Good luck. You want to see if you can hang. Those are the four right there. Yeah, it's not going to be Nebraska. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> not it's this not. Weekend. not. Although, at- if they lose to Nebraska, then, you, you know, we, we got another conversation coming. Not when Nebraska can't handle business against Minnesota. Bingo. Um, you know, you, you have, what, 70 to 80% of your roster turned over due to the transfer portal. Yep. What, what did they say? Like 80-some-odd new players. Yep. Sounds um, like us last year. Yeah, uh, by but, necessity. Yeah, <laughs> this is this was by extreme. Like, I want you guys to leave. Yeah, I want my own people. I want you guys to leave. Um, I don't know which if, is wild. That's even allowed to happen. Just yeah. like being completely mm-hmm. honest, that you're gonna sit in front of a 19 year old student athlete and tell him to leave your school. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous to me, Josh. You've got a kid in front of you. Yep. That that is the reality that we're living in. It it is um, 
who when that kid signed up to play at Colorado, Dion wasn't even on his on his spectrum that he would one day be playing for him. Yeah, crazy. You know, I I want people to realize, okay, you won one game that doesn't mean having 80 plus new kids still works. Um Yeah. And I don't know that doing that is going to happen again in in this coming off season. I I think the only thing that shows that works is that Deion Sanders is one of the best motivators in football. Mm. That is the only thing. Anything else, the theatrics, the hype, all of those things, the jury is still out on that because I'm not going to let a spring game and I'm not going to let one regular season game change my mind. But I see how those players play for him. I see how all those new kids and whoever is remaining, I see how they respect him. Yeah. I see how he talks about them. Yep. Kind of, kind of hype. He can motivate but, men, but but at the same time, I can tell he cares about him. Yep. That he, you know, all these guys he brought in, he doesn't look at as transactional, and that tells me that he is a genuine master motivator. Maybe part of that is he's got kids on his team. His starting quarterback's his kid. Yeah. And you kind of have to be. Um, but it is such a different dynamic. College football doesn't give us this all the time. It is such a different dynamic than Dabo. It is such a different dynamic than Nick Saban. Yeah. It is such a different dynamic than... Ogeron. Um, yes. Although Ogeron got a little creepy at the end. I know. <laughs> More just to, speaking uh, football no, I specific. Yeah. yeah. Or Harbaugh. Different than a Harbaugh. Who, yeah. That's even different of different. Yeah. By the way, I was... I was um, I was a little perturbed watching Michigan do that whole uh, uh, one-line formation before going into formation to honor Jim Harbaugh. To honor him for what? Yeah, and and I know we're talking about Colorado yeah, here, I'm but sorry, all of, that just no, but all of the players wearing the shirts that say "Free Coach Harbaugh." Stop. He's not in jail. No, and he'll be back. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah. Back to Dion for a second. You bring up a good point about being a master motivator. Him in his nature, okay, just in him being Dion Sanders, mm-hmm. emulates for a lot of guys aspirational identity, who they want to be like when they grow up. Top 10 all time player, NFL history. Top 15, some would argue. Like somewhere in that category or that that ballpark. Rich, famous, you name it. And then he comes back and wields that persona to now be a head coach. Even if you don't agree with what he says, he's still Dion. And... He's still, in some ways, must watch television. Yeah, it's almost as if um, the the only other person that could come close to this, and it's a little bit different because his NFL career didn't nearly pan out like what Dion's was. But it would almost be like uh, Bosworth. Oh, the yeah. Boz. Yeah, right. If he came back, came back to his alma mater in Oklahoma, and somehow created around you know Coach Boz or something mm-hmm. like that. 
and they were able to build the brand of the team around him. Um, I I could see that kind of happening. It's super unique because usually the uh, the characters in college football don't also have a big time, larger than life character on the football field. They're usually just coaches. Does that make sense? So, right. um, like the Mike Leeches, rest in peace. Yeah. He, his persona became something as a coach. Same with Saban. Um, Urban Meyer, w- without going down that whole rabbit hole of you know, Urban Meyer. But they created the character of them as a coach, not bringing from their character as a player over now to a coach and it it working. So it's fascinating. And I, I don't really know. I'm going to be honest. I don't really know how I feel about it yet because I, I still look at Transfer Portal, the way that coaches communicate and value players with relation to the Transfer Portal. I still look at it from the last generation student athlete and it potentially being harmful mm-hmm. for, for a lot of kids that this, this impacts. But if this, this is the new reality, uh, it might be here to stay. I will, I'll point out the thing that I think we kind of forget is that, yeah, Dion's rich. Dion's one of the best to do it, but you know when when Dion says, "Oh, you know, I you know I'm, I'm I got my bag and it's a Louis." You know what? Dion earned that Louis. Yep. He didn't play two sports just because he wanted to. Um, he played baseball and he played football because he had the talent. Yes. And he was more than capable of doing it. Um, he's had some health challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He showed the hard work that you have to put in when you're coaching at an HBCU, um, and 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 that's the thing that I I I believe people kind of forget. He his hard work is should not be forgotten just because his name is Deion Sanders. Yeah. Um, let's say hi to Matt, who's in Waikiki. I guess he wants to say something about the Jim Harbaugh comment we made a moment ago. Matt, how are you? Oh, hi. Good afternoon. Um, so. Coach Harbaugh has denied that he violated, you know, whatever these these COVID restrictions are, which which there's going to be ambiguity with with COVID restrictions about recruiting. He has adamantly denied it. He's offered to do a self-imposed suspension. This investigation has been going on for I don't know two years. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know how long. Exactly, free the guy. You know, figure out what's going on. Settle your investigation. The whole thing is ridiculous. That's my that's my point. Okay, thanks, guys. Hey, thanks, Matt. Thanks, um, Matt. Here's the thing: um, one of the reasons why he's got a four game suspension is not because he's innocent. He's got a four game suspension because he wasn't being cooperative. Mm. So sorry, but I'm not gonna gonna you know, take in the whole uh, you know Harbaugh's innocent and he's taking one for the team. No. The, the lining up in the one formation and putting up the four fingers, no. You'll see him in practice all week. He'll coach in four weeks. Yeah. Enough. He's, it, it's, it was laughable, frankly. 
Um, we got breaking news on the Timmy Chang show. We'll mention that coming up next. And there is breaking news on U Albany, who is uh, Hawaii's opponent coming up this Saturday at the Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Danes. Complex. That's right. All that coming up. And uh, in six days from now, it is the Craig Angeles show, which you can check out at Velocity Honolulu off of Kapiolani. Kanole, he hosts. Uh, the AD, Craig Angelus, is there. You've got valet parking. You've got food uh, with the MW restaurant. So make sure you check it out. It's brought to you by the JN Group. All right, all this breaking news stuff. Let's get it out of the way. Coming up next, it's Off the Bench, ESPN Honolulu. Sports Center update is coming up. I wonder if we'll hear about uh, former Fresno State quarterback Jake Hayner's suspension. Rookie with the New Orleans Saints, six-game suspension without pay, um, violating the league's, uh, what was it, a, was a substance policy suspension, uh, suspension. I wonder if there's data out there on rookies getting suspended and then how their career pans out after that. There aren't that. much of those, no. it seems. Not if you're a really – the only ones that I can think of is if it was like a really high-caliber rookie. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone from the Mountain West and you're not Josh Allen or a Colin Kaepernick that goes in the first round, you better be on your best behavior. Hey, uh, win $1,000 cash grand prize and $100 weekly prizes in ESPN Honolulu's Pigskin Picks. It's brought to you by M. Dyer Global. Visit ESPNHonolulu.com right now to register. Uh, a little bit later, it's either going to be today or Friday. Depends how much football we get through. Um We'll go through our, because we have ours. You can check our VIP picks. Um, we'll go through our suicide selections, because that's part of it, too. And uh, maybe a, a surprise pick that we had. It's all straight up. Uh, surprise pick one of us might have had as, as part of our selections. We'll, we'll go through that a little bit later. Um, all right, so the, the breaking news here. One, um, on a light note, the Timmy Chang Show coming up on uh, uh, coming up tonight at 6 o'clock at Ruby Tuesday in the Moana Lewis Shopping Center. Um, I'll put it the way that John put it to me earlier. The quarterback has made an audible, and the audible is the quarterback. Uh, Braden Shager. He's calling his own number. Yeah. Well, I say the coach, Timmy Chang, is calling the, the, the coach quarterback. quarterback gotcha. Is, yeah. I don't, I don't know that Braden's calling his own number to say, hey, Pofelli, uh, no, I'm going to be I in want, front of everyone. I want airtime. <laughs> I want this one. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I would have loved to see uh, Pofelli Ashlock yeah. there at um, at the Timmy Chang show, but it's going to be Braden Shager uh, tonight at 6 o'clock. I think that's segment four of the Timmy Chang show. So that's nice. pretty cool. Go on down there, get your autographs, and, and say hello. Show him your appreciation. He is, after all, the nation's passing leader. So uh, Unreal. Uh, you know, stand up for the nation's leader in yards. Um, the other breaking news is surrounding U Albany. First off, um, it is U Albany. Mm. Uh, I, I know we said it differently yesterday. There was an argument this morning on uh, on the on the morning show with Chris and Gary, the sports animals <laughs> in the morning, in which um, Gary said, "I'll stick with Albany." And Chris was saying, you, Albany. And then I decided, since I was here, you know what? I'm going to Google. And I'm going to go through the style guide. And the style guide says, you, Albany. It also says, University at Albany. Interesting. Not University of. of. University at. <laughs> so, 
from here on out, um, and Liz, um, you can keep track of this for the next couple of days. I know you're off on Friday. Um, if one of us says Albany instead of saying you Albany, um, we got to put a dollar into the uh, to the fake tip jar. Okay. Um, we'll figure out what it goes to later, but uh, it goes to me. Ooh. All right, it goes to Liz. <laughs> I like it. Well, that was uh, that was pretty gutsy right there. I liked how high um, pitch it was. It she, goes to me. She took control of the situation and said, you guys don't know what you're putting that money to. I'm taking it. You know what? She understood the assignment. She did. Yeah. Uh, so we better get it right here. If we uh, if, if we don't want to pay her randomly, you Albany. You Albany. Um, their head coach isn't making the trip. Uh, we found this out. You know, I, I found it out in a text a couple of hours ago, and then Steven Sai. Um, reported it on, on social media, their head coach is, is under the weather. Mm. And so, because uh, I know they came out here, I think, yesterday. So he's not here. That's um, uh, Greg Gattuso. And Jared Ambrose, who's the associate head coach, and I think he's the offensive coordinator as well, will coach the team on Saturday uh, when Albany takes on Hawaii. Hmm. That's uh, right. that's an interesting one. I haven't I haven't seen that. Um, bold strategy, Cotton. Especially that early. But I wonder, you're an FCS program. I don't know how many resources you have. Could you really afford to be like, hey, you know, if, if once you feel better on Thursday, you know, we'll fly you out on a on a special trip. I don't, I don't, I don't know hmm. how you'd uh, how you do that. But um, I'm that's, sure he's still communicating with the team. It's not a yeah. suspension situation, but yeah. He certainly won't be calling anything from the sideline. No, definitely not. Um, just a reminder, uh, athletes, you can check it out at ESPNHonolulu.com. Also on our YouTube page, it is presented by Central Pacific Bank, Hawaii's best bank. Um, more on that Greg Gattuso situation because I'm seeing a little more context on it um, coming up here in just a little bit. Our first Sports Center update Coming up in just a little while as well. Hunter Hughes, Josh Pacheco, we're just getting started. It's Off the Bench on ESPN Honolulu. M. Dyer Global Scoreboard's about 10 minutes away. Hawaii's opponent is U Albany, and I'm going to keep saying it because uh, that's how they want it said. And I want to make sure I don't end up putting a dollar in the imaginary jar. Yeah. Uh, texter from the 722. This is our Zephyr Insurance text line, by the way. All the New York State universities use at rather than of. So it's University at Albany, not University of Albany. They were primed for Twitter way before Twitter existed. (laughs) This is is true. Including Buffalo. Um, They can be sensitive about it. Interesting. Um, Texter from the uh, 800. Guys, officially, it's SUNY at Albany, State University of New York, just like Buffalo, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and to that texter, I say no because um, I, I did research. I have I have receipts huh. via the university at Albany's website. They have the please use these names and never use these names. But, I mean, every school has it. I mean, Hawaii has one. Um, you know, what to call them, what not to call them. Um, we've seen in the Big West, CSU Bakersfield, don't call us Cal State Bakersfield. Don't call us Bakersfield. 
Don't call us University of Bakersfield. Um, Cry me a river. Well, I mean, but you know what? It's it's branding. I, you know what? As broadcasters, as broadcasters, we have to get that right. Um, I get that, but don't you want just any association with your school to be understood? Do you think Alabama really gets that upset if people refer to it as Bama? Um. Well, I don't know what Alabama's style guide is. All right, um, but honestly, style guide is one thing. Real life is something completely different. Yeah, but it, you know, every it's it's like branding. I mean, you want to make sure that people are calling you what you're supposed to be called, right? I get I, that. You're making me now look at the. Well, you're not making me. Um, I'm now interested in Alabama's um, Alabama's guide. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Taylor Hicks is going to perform at their Champions Lane pregame fanfare. Remember him? Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. Nope. Yeah, I forgot about him. Um, American Idol was years ago. Oh, and I, and I didn't yep. know uh, Taylor Hicks was still doing things. Tongi's my American Idols. So it, yes, um, <laughs> I'll go through Alabama's game notes at some point. It's it's probably <laughs> there on page seventy five. Yeah. Um, so here's here's uh, you Albany's one. Please use these names: University at Albany. U Albany, um, Great Danes, which is their mascot, Great Dane, and Damien the Great Dane. Oh my gosh. Okay. Never use these names. And I know I'm stealing Chris and Gary's bit, or more so Chris's bit. I'm stealing it, but it's also I think it's it's uh noteworthy for the audience that may have missed it in the morning. UA SUNY Albany. Don't call them that. SUNY uh, State University of New York, by the way. Oh, so what the texter texted in, never do that. Correct. Okay. Wow. Sorry, not to not not to be like, uh, you're wrong. No, I'm just bringing it back to the text line yeah, that you're reading. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> SUNY A, don't call them that. That's that's laziness. If you're, if you're calling a school SUNY A, then you're probably one of those people that don't like to use words more than six letters. Sorry. If three syllables is not hard. Don't call them University of Albany. Don't call them the Danes. Don't call them the Lady Danes. That's obvious. Don't call them a Dane. And don't call their mascot Damien. His name is Damien the Great Dane. That is, um, that's the style guide. You, I, I haven't really paid attention to Hawaii's one because... We obviously know what to call Hawaii. University of Hawaii, Hawaii. It's not that hard. Our campus technically has an at in it as well. At Manoa. At Manoa. That is correct. Uh-huh. Um, Would most, hope so. I went there for four years. <laughs> most people don't use that nationally because, you know, if you're covering Division One athletics. Bunch um, of Howleys. They don't know. <laughs> but, um I, I haven't seen a situation in which um, you know people would get it wrong. Sure. So um, while I still pour through all the, uh, Alabama's uh, media guide, here's the situation with Greg Gattuso. Okay. Um, Their coach. Yeah. U Albany actually announced this six hours ago. Um, their official statement: Due to illness, U Albany football head coach Greg Gattuso did not join the team on this week's trip to Hawaii. In his absence. Associate head coach Jared Ambrose will assume head coaching responsibilities for Saturday's game. This is what they say. He was in good spirits in uh, Monday's media availability. Um, They left the next day. 
he didn't leave. They don't say much more than that, um, probably for privacy reasons and health reasons, unless he were to say why um, he did not or they did not reveal what it was that uh, uh, that made him miss this game. Mm. But to have made that decision on Tuesday for a Saturday game, they probably don't have the resources to fly him out like a special flight on a Thursday, mm. you know, in case he's feeling better. It's, you know, you make the decision and you're, you're done with it. Sure. Uh, just to jump back real quick on uh, like naming and the branding thing. Uh-huh. Cause I, I think that's super interesting. Yeah. We just played a team that has a very strict branding and uh, don't use something for their name. Mm-hmm. It's not the Stanford Cardinals. Correct. It's the Stanford Cardinal. That is correct. Singular. Yeah. It is it is something that I did have to address um on on game day. Which the the reason it, I'm bringing it up is cuz my my dad who is a stickler on this sort of stuff too. Mhm. Texted me going, yeah, make make sure you uh, you don't get that one wrong. <laughs> Your dad really did that. He did. He, did he did he trust you? Is it is that why? Uh, well, I think he was looking out. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, but also just hey, it's the Cardinal. Mm-hmm. So and they're they're an iconic brand too. Right. So I think it's a little. It's it's literally the same thing to you, Albany. Mm-hmm. But I think because we don't talk about you albany all that much that's why it feels a little it's we we have to a little particular we're 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 learning about you albany um and i think this is kind of like last year we we were learning about duquesne uh-huh. although i mean we know duquesne's branding i mean they're, it's not they're, duquesne it's not duquesne um it's uh, a couple of those are <laughs> are silent yeah oh by um, the way oh okay i'm from chicago Okay. Yeah. The state that I live in. For everyone listening, I'm gonna do you a favor. Okay. Oh, I don't want to hear this. I'm gonna do you a favor. This is just a gesture of conscientious kindness. It is not Illinois. Thank you. That S is silent. Okay. Thank you. Now I'm not blaming you. You probably were taught that it that that S. Who me? No, I'm oh, speaking oh, to the general sure. public. I'm making sure no, that no, no. I didn't do it. I'm speaking to the general public right now because I've experienced it with so many out here in Hawaii, and I, I can't blame them. Mm-hmm. You're not from the mainland. It's Illinois. Right. Pretend the S isn't there. It's silent. You're welcome. Yep. The more you know. That's right. It's helpful. Yeah. Um, you sound smarter that, and that's, when you uh, get that stuff right. And, um, and that's what we're, we're here to do. That's uh, that, is, that is exactly what we're here to do is to make people smarter. I'm a, I'm a fan of helping. Yeah. I, I don't want to ostracize. I don't want to, you know, make people feel inadequate. You know, th- there's jargon and uh, and certain stuff that literally people just might not know. Mm-hmm. So you're you're a, a servant of people. I like to think you, that. You, yeah, you, you care. Um, you are you are here for the people. So mm-hmm. I I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, to bring it back to football. Do you think this means anything? You know, the head coach not being there, the associate head coach and OC taking over the reins for this weekend. Do you think do you think that means something? Um, if it means anything, it means that we have even less excuse not to go out and handle our business. Okay. So 
I think less about them and their scheme, and I think more about who Hawaii is going to show themselves to be, who, um, what kind of a team that we could set a standard for for the rest of the season. I really want this weekend for University of Hawaii to kind of be that benchmark standard bearer for the rest of the year. So from a from a player's perspective, you think very little of an opposing head coach unless they're really well known. You're you're thinking about the guy that you're matching up against. You're thinking about his number, his tendencies, and that's really all about it. Um if I'm if I'm Timmy, I'm thinking of ways to be aggressive, certainly on defense, and trying to catch this coach off guard because he's in a new environment. He's in a unforeseen set of circumstances, and uh, I would try to exploit that as best as possible. I actually don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Yeah. Um, the reason why is it's it is actually beneficial to them to have already made this decision uh, as they, I guess, did yesterday and it was made official today. It's one thing if Greg Gattuso, you know, was ill on Friday and all of a sudden, oh, he's not going to be here. Associate head coach is going to, you know, take the reins 24 hours later. Or Greg Gattuso wakes up Saturday morning and he's feeling ill. He's got to stay in the hotel and, oh, hey, guys, you're going to be hearing from a different lead voice um, in, in today's game. That, to me, is a serious disadvantage because you're not used to hearing what you need to hear outside of your position coaches from the guy who has to be your um, most authoritative voice yeah. on game day and in practices. You know this better than anybody. Football is so much about routine. Mm. Um, you, know, you want to be in a rhythm. You want to be in that routine. And so you've got three days of practice knowing that you are hearing from your associate head coach and not from Greg Gattuso. Um, he's going to have three days to figure out roles and responsibilities around him, yeah. what he might have to delegate on the offensive side of the ball. Um, he's going to have that opportunity. I don't know that it matters wins and losses, but I don't think it's going to hurt them to now have to go through this because they're going to give themselves time to adjust and to allow the players to adjust to it. Yeah, the only thing that I could see being drastically different is, you know, different kind of operational stuff. Uh -huh. So him calling timeout, uh, him having a good, you know, he's putting a manager hat on, Josh, yeah. uh, for maybe a team that he hasn't done that beforehand. And so you're needing to have a lot of things on the stove when before you might just be worried about the eggs. <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. Specifically one dish, your position group. Right. You're, you're now looking at eight. So that's the one thing that will be different for you, Albany. There you go. Um, but I, I, I don't think for us, it's any different. We got to go out and attack. Um, here's the noteworthy thing on Jared Ambrose, never been a head coach, but he's been a career offensive coordinator, um, at, uh, 
Delaware. He, I'm sorry, Towson, seven years as their OC, three FCS playoff appearances, one national championship appearance in 2013. Wow. Um, three years at Delaware. Blue Hen, um, CAA championship, FCS semifinals appearance several years ago, uh, record-setting numbers on offense. Uh, this is his second year as um, OC at UAlbany. He's also the quarterback's coach. So he's gotten to work pretty closely with Reese Poffenbarger, uh, who is their... Heck of uh, a name, by the way. It is. All CAA third team last year, uh, Division One FCS Rookie of the Year last year, Jerry Rice Award runner-up. Um, yeah, single-game passing record broken in his third game at UAlbany. So, I mean, yeah, he, he's, he knows a lot about offense. But this will be, I believe, um, unless I've seen differently, this will be his first-ever game in a head coaching role. Wow. So uh, so that that should be interesting. Aloha, that, my friend. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's get our M. Dyer Global scoreboard in here. It's brought to you by M. Dyer Global, moving Hawaii into the future. Earlier today on, uh, actually, no, right now on our sister station, CBS 1500, Yankees have a 4-3 lead on Detroit. That's in uh, going to the bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, the Giants lose today to the Chicago Cubs 8-2. That was a ridiculously bad game. Uh, it was a bad series, frankly. Top eight, Cardinals eight, uh, Braves six, White Sox up on the Royals 5-2, bottom eight. Angels, Orioles, no score, bottom one. The Angels are really hoping Shohei Otani doesn't need Tommy John surgery. That, that uh, when I saw that on the bottom line on Monday, that was really, really worrisome. Uh, but that's, uh, that's the latest on the M. Dyer Global scoreboard. It is brought to you by M. Dyer Global. Always on the move. You're listening to Off the Bench on ESPN Honolulu. It is off the bench here on ESPN Honolulu. We've got a look at traffic coming up in uh, just about 12 minutes. We'll get another Sports Center update here uh, in a little bit. Uh, my man Hunter Hughes, as always, uh, Mr. Reliable, you were at practice today. Uh, give us your official, unofficial, what you can say, practice report from earlier today. Let's see. Um, they definitely had a high emphasis on ball security. Mm -hmm. They took a couple of periods actually to stop everything and run. Uh, Timmy was not pleased with the effort that he was seeing from, uh, especially the offense, uh, just some sluggishness. And when you look at the last couple of games, I, I agree with him. I was standing next to coach Rich Miano today and we were just discussing it's our execution. And so those little things need to kind of be drilled out. And this coaching staff is extremely nice. They're so nice. They're, like, all of them are great people. We need the guys to, like, get a fire under the butt a little bit, uh -huh. just to be honest. That's, that's where we're kind of at as a team. So Timmy was kind of addressing that a little bit. And, um, uh, there were some interesting things going on at practice. Uh, we had a texter yesterday ask, who on the team could I see playing running back? Oh, that's right. Um, we saw Oki Salavea 
actually Ooh. tight end getting some reps at running back today. So I don't know what that looks like. I'm just reporting on what I saw. This just seems like a depth thing. Uh, a depth thing, uh, an option creating kind of a thing. Um, that was certainly interesting. I, I think uh, Carson Pupunu is going to get a lot more action this week. I, I I know that the coaches were impressed by that that uh, Sports Center top ten play um, this last weekend against Stanford, where it tipped off of uh, Buffelli Ashlock and Carson actually came down with the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he is going to get some time listed in the two deep. So. Wouldn't be surprised if you see 83 out there. He got a lot of reps today. Um, and then they were they were really getting the ball to uh, Chucky Hines, number 84. So those were a few things I was seeing on offense. Um, special teams doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to do this this weekend, but they were practicing some, some onside kick situations, uh, maybe even some trickery. Um, I, I would... You know, love to see something like that. Uh, if there's ever a week to try our hand at something like that, it would, it would it would be this week. That's interesting. I I'll get to the running back part in a moment. I feel like to build on that, when you're zero two and you're looking for something that can be a pick me up to your team. Sure. I I mean I don't endorse the idea of opening up your playbook unnecessarily outside of conference. Um. But when you're looking for a pick-me-up for your group to raise their spirits, raise the mood of the locker room, because I'm not liking the sluggishness that you were talking about today, maybe that's one of those things. Hey, let's let's have a little fun on this play. Let's yeah. have a little fun on that play. And let's see if we can refocus this team. Yeah, and, you know, I think, you know, for special teams, it's all situational. Mm-hmm. It's based off of the look that they're getting, the kind of emotion of the game. It, it all has to do with... Right place, right time, and honestly, if your coach has stones to go for it, you know, um, so that that's kind of what what I I think of with regards to that. Now, different than the last two games against two Power Five non conference opponents, we're going to be in many more opportunities to score this week, just because of how we're going to match up against U Albany in the trenches, both offensively and defensively. So, I, I see us getting in the backfield, hopefully causing a lot more QB hurries and uh, maybe even get some turnovers as well. You mentioned Oki Salovea, and, and just to kind of wrap up on the running back side, you know, this is coming a day after uh, Steven size in case you missed it X um, where he says uh, Najee Bryant Lalay has been cleared to play. Mm. This sounds like potentially twofold to me. One, Hawaii's depth has been tested at the running back position oh. to the point where you've seen solo Vaipulu. Injuries have been a part of this. So to put Salavea in that potential role, if something were to happen, um, you know, would be kind of a big deal. The the other one is maybe this is telling of Hawaii's intent to establish the run on Saturday. Mm. I mean, do you kind of get that vibe a little bit? Well, if not establish the run, we are in figure out the run mode mm-hmm. right now. We, we have to figure out how we're going to run the ball a little bit. We cannot put another negative five rushing yards yeah. on our stat sheet. That cannot happen. It puts way too much stress on 13 to get the ball out, to put it in perfect spots. Because if you're able to stop the run with only rushing three guys, why wouldn't you drop eight? 
why wouldn't you drop eight and force four receivers on eight DBs? Like just from a defensive standpoint, that there's there's nothing stopping that or keeping an, a uh, an opposing team from stopping us. So we we have to get something going for the running game for later in the year. Let's keep football, uh, Hawaii football, in the discussion. Our text line's got some stuff. We'll throw that out after Sports Center. Off the bench here on ESPN Honolulu. Hunter Hughes is here. I'm sorry. I'm I'm I, I'm I've seen it for an hour. You're sitting right across from me. I'm just repulsed by that Walter Payton Chicago Bears jersey that you're wearing. I, I more the know. Bears side than the Walter side. Oh, of course. Yeah. Much much respect to uh, to to Walter Payton. In my opinion, the best ever. What made you wear that jersey today? I'm just I'm just wondering. Football's tomorrow. Yes, it is. Yeah. Your team's not good enough for opening night. Neither oh, is mine. Neither is mine. It's true. But the Lions are. What alternate bleeping universe are we living in where the Detroit Lions, the Detroit bleeping Lions, are good enough for opening night? They're also good enough for every Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, yeah. That's that's just, you know, that's tradition. Yeah. It's a tradition unlike any other, the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. The other two? Uh, Well, the Dallas Cowboys are the other. And the third game rotates. Oh, okay. There's no, you know, traditional third game I thought it it was the Steelers was the third one. No, I mean, we've seen Baltimore. I want to say San Francisco played. Okay. Um... Was it San Francisco in that third game? It rotates around. It gets a prime time. But the two locks are the Lions and the Cowboys. Yes. Mm. Um, You know, earlier today, uh, we were talking about uh, Albany because of what they – they're not Albany. They're Albany. Albany. Don't call them SUNY Albany. Don't call them SUNY A. Don't be be lazy. They are Albany. If you need to drag out the U, like Albany. Like a like a um, that helps me. Well, you know, if you're a PA announcer and you're like hyping up your team, you've got it handed to you, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. You Albany right. as they take the field, and I just ruined that PA announcer thing at the end. I like to think of it like I'm kind of disappointed in them. You Albany, you Albany, yeah. So we were going through their 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 name guide, right? Yeah. Um. Hawaii's name guide is it's, it's pretty obvious. Um, it's not necessarily about Hawaii. This is a good question, actually, because I, I had family members asking me, I thought that the football team was just the Warriors. They asked me about if Rainbow had been taken away from it. So ah. this is this is actually really good. So in the, uh, the game notes, thank you, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Hawaii's men's team nickname is the Rainbow Warriors, while the women's teams are referred to as Rainbow Wahine. Uh, And then they go into the definition. uh, The word Wahine means woman in the Hawaiian language. The rainbow has been part of the nickname since 1923, and Warriors were first adopted in 1974. So they focus on that. I mean, the Hawaii part is obvious. The University of Hawaii part is obvious. it's, It's really more the nickname. And then the Okina which is in the word Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the practice of the UH Sports Media Relations Office is to use 
the Okina in all Hawaiian words in which they occur. Okay, I'm going to stop you just for a second because I actually thought about this yesterday. Really? Ironically. There are times when people, when they refer to our state, they they really emphasize the Hawaiian pronunciation of it as uh-huh. Hawaii. Yeah. You know, like when Hawaiian Airlines has a, a commercial, uh-huh. Hawaii flies with us. Yeah. How come we are not University of Hawaii? Um, I mean, I don't think that that's wrong. Um, so like if John Veneri on the play-by-play, touchdown Hawaii. I don't think he'd be wrong. Okay. I, I, I think generally, um, you know what? I think you have tasked the University of Hawaii folks to think of this one. Yes. But technically, I think they... Um, because we're we're in the mood of being technical. Yes, we are. And, yeah. And everybody's probably looking at us and like, you, you troublemakers, what are you doing? I don't. Yeah. I just I'm curious because people will almost over you know, yeah, o- over season the you know Hawaiian pronunciation. Yeah. But I I just wonder what's proper. I think both are proper. Okay. Um, both work. And I and I hear it and I see it in the news. Um, and I and I appreciate that some people you know do the Hawaii mm-hmm. um, you know pronunciation. Um, some people do Hawaii. Uh, to me, there is no wrong way of doing it. Um, you know, but I I do appreciate when there are people who do use it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, so Hawaii's are you know, it's Okina, and then reminding people Rainbow Warriors. I have heard of instances where the bows. Uh, no, uh, no. A men's team has been referred to as the Rainbow Wahine. What? Yeah. Come on. No, serious. By by, by oppo- us? No, by opposing announcers. Okay, yeah. And then I hope we beat their teeth in on the field uh, or court, whatever I, we it's, play. It's been basketball, actually. And and the first I heard of it was— That needs to be corrected. During—it was during COVID, actually— Um and I, I never had any interaction with the individual. I have now. He's a really good guy. Um, it might no. have been his like first year on the job or whatever. But okay. um, I got complaints after the fact that he was calling Hawaii the Rainbow Wahine. And not reading the notes or just not understanding what Wahine means. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some people who just are not aware. That's where, you know, for us broadcasters, reading game notes is so important. That's right. Like uh, my Samoan teammates teaching me words in Samoan uh-huh. that now I know are inappropriate. So, Oh. And they'd be like, hey, Hunter, say blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, I would say it, and then they oh. all just erupt in laughter. Oh. They, they bait you. Oh, of course. Let's have that discussion uh, during Off the, air. Uh, the next commercial break. That's right. Uh, oh, San Francisco and Baltimore. Thank you, Texter from the 393 uh, on who played that last game uh, on that Thanksgiving uh, triple header. Mm. Uh, John's been holding on very patiently. He wants to get his Major League Baseball Gee. conversation is, and I'm betting my this, guy. Is, this is our Chicago Cubs, John, with the unsponsored Chicago Cubs report. Hi, John. Hey, I was going to say props uh, to uh, Hunter for wearing that Walter Payton jersey. Yes, sir. Oh, stop. Uh, my brother, stop it. You know, the thing is, now within the next week, we have a, a chance with the way the Cubs are playing and the Bears are playing to dispose of everything that has to do with Wisconsin. You know? 
<laughs> Disgusting. So, uh, and the and the other thing is, is that we swept that San Francisco trash right out of Wr- Wrigley Field. Wow, you're going right at Josh so, uh, today. I hope you know so you're going right anyway, at my co-host. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Um, it's uh, and I'll tell you know the way the Cubs pitching is shaping up with uh. Marcus Stroman maybe coming back from the injured list. We got a new ace that just came up. These guys are going to be a very formidable pitching staff in the playoffs, and I kind of think that just about every team in the league needs to be scared of the Cubs. Wow. Every one. So, uh, They're certainly hey, we, sneaking we, up. We took uh, Atlanta two out of three like about a week and a half ago. You know, so uh, the Reds. Uh, so, uh, hey, you look out. The Cubs are coming for you. And the Bears are gonna come for, uh, for coming for Green. Well, actually, Green Bay's coming down there to get beat. But anyway, we ain't coming for them. They're coming to our place. So, uh, and we're gonna take back ownership of the Bears uh, on um, on uh, Sunday. So anyway, that's all I got to say. Have a great day, guys. Wow, thank you, John. Thank what you, John. a call! Watch your filthy mouth. Seriously, that was that was so filthy. I loved it. He's not. He, he's first of all. Do not call my Giants trash. <laughs> but he, he was just taking swings today. But to his defense, they did play like it in this series. But they're not trash. So again, watch your filthy mouth. Um, secondly. Your left fielder needs to learn how to like walk, <laughs> much less catch a <laughs> catch a fly ball. Yeah, we saw that. We were watching the game yesterday. That was here. brutal. It, it, it was windy. It was it was windy in Wrigley. Yeah, did, was it windy enough to blow you over too? Apparently, he's a big boy. A- apparently, with a big old belly. Hey, just because you're a big boy doesn't mean you've got balance. You can be seven feet tall. And sway like if a you're a professional stick. athlete and you fall over, and no one pushed you over, that's embarrassing. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, the other thing that I I need to address out of out of John's potty mouth there a moment ago. Where where do you stand to come at? A Green Bay fan or any fan oh. of of a Green Bay Packer to be like, oh, we're gonna a lifetime we're gonna of, beat them down. Oh, I'll I'll tell you right now, a lifetime of hatred, and and well, not a lifetime of losing, but a very recent lifetime of losing. Until you do it, okay. Until you do it, excuse me, sir. Okay, since '85, okay, uh huh. Till now, you guys only have one more Super Bowl than us. Yeah. And and so, I and I admit that it's it's a disappointment. It's but, a disappointment for us too. We got beat by Peyton. Yeah, but um, wins wise in general, divisions recently. Yeah. Okay. I I would say to uh, to to that Chicago homer, you've been uh, you know to to your credit, Hunter, you've been very diplomatic. Yep, and fair. Yes. The the, the keys to our city actually still rest in Aaron Rodgers' po- pocket. They do. They, they don't really rest in Green Bay's pocket. It's it's in number eight for the Jets. This is correct. Until you beat Green Bay twice in a year, yeah. Don't don't come at us yeah. with this. We, we, You're we, coming in, and we're gonna beat you down. I, do it. Do it.
do it twice in a year, yeah. then come back and be like, hey, we took back the keys to the car uh, and we got your number. Yeah, no, we uh, I'm I'm wearing a Bears jersey, but I've been alive for the last <laughs> like decade. Mm-hmm. Really, honestly, maybe even two decades. Let's not mistake what the reality is here. Thank you for allowing this conversation to be brought back down out of the the um, multiverse of. Let me. Let, so okay, not to interrupt. No, go for it. In Chicago, okay, uh-huh. especially the suburbs on the north side, depending on where you live. If you don't stick with the Bears or you don't stick with the Cubs, which my entire life, both franchises. We're dog trash. Mm-hmm. I mean, horrible. You immediately jump over to the next closest thing. The amount of my friends that grew up in the same town as me that then just jumped over and, and were Packers fans or were Cardinals fans or were Milwaukee Brewers fans because our team was bad. I watched that my entire life. And then now, okay, I'm mainly speaking of the Cubs because they won in 2016. Now you have people that are bandwagoning for the Cubs or, you know, even th- there's some bandwagoners for the Bears or vice versa with the pa- – it's, it's yeah. a long history of my life of right. associating with those regional teams around there um, that, there's, that there's deep roots. You know, I will say there's one thing – there's one other thing John was right about. You should fear the Cubs. He's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong about that. They're, they're sneaking they are, up on they are people, man. Very, very well. Um, I, I will not let my and frustration over his call. Manager take David me away Ross from the was truth. on that 2016 team. Yes. Um, texture from the 393 or Zephyr Insurance text line is uh, wide open today. Maybe Josh can wear Hunter's jersey for a selfie after drafting three QBs. Woo. Um, first off, it was four. <laughs> Let's not short me. It was four. It was an awful draft. It's the worst draft I have ever had in 18 years of playing fantasy sports. The absolute worst. Did you ever once put on auto draft? I didn't put on auto draft. I just, you know, just happened to miss picks here and there, but I've never like purposely put on auto draft. Okay. Um, but I would, I would not wear your Jersey for a selfie. I'll do worse. I'll go out there. And I'll go find a Rex Grossman Chicago Bears jersey. And I'll put that on. I'll buy one off the clearance rack at Ross. Yeah, I wouldn't. In order to put, in in order to embarrass myself. I wouldn't wear that. I know you wouldn't. You have too much pride to wear one like that. I have self-respect. You do. Um, I would do that to myself if I have a horrible year because of that. They should have written his name on the roster in all caps, the the first half of it, G-R-O-S-S. Yeah. Yeah. And then lowercase M-A-N. Rex Grossman. That's right. Uh, one more from the 347. We'll hit a break here in the second. Um, this is also... Yeah. The Lions will be the king of the North this year. Why... There's certainly a lot of energy around that team, but I'm I'm still not sold. Why are people sleeping on Minnesota? Dude, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Did that text come from Canole Leahy, the uh, the ultimate Detroit Lions fan we know, have they, here? 
The He's the only person I know. People are forgetting that the Vikings have the best receiver in football. And Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. No. One of the four I drafted. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was on accident. Um, yeah, why? I mean, to me, if I had to right now, Minnesota, Detroit, Green Bay. Chicago. One through four. I don't know why Minnesota is getting this lack of respect. Did you not watch that offense last year? Yeah. Dalvin Cook's not there, I realize, but did you not watch that offense last year? They can score points. Um, you can get traffic in here in just a second. The Craig Angeles Show, you can check that out. It is uh, coming up on uh, next Tuesday. I'm sorry, next Tuesday. Uh, it is at Velocity, Honolulu, Kanoa Lehi, the Detroit Lions band, not bandwagoner, uh, the lifer, Detroit Lions fan, Joining the athletic director, Craig Angelus, it is uh, brought to you by the JN Group. You have valet parking. They got food and drink there as well. Traffic here. It's off the bench. ESPN Honolulu. Hey, uh, get into the pigskin picks. It's at ESPNHonolulu.com. We got $100 weekly prizes, $1,000 cash grand prize, and... Uh, you can try to be better than us. Uh, we can't win any of it, so we can't steal any of it from you. Uh, our ESPN Honolulu Pigskin Picks brought to you by M. Dyer Global. Visit ESPNHonolulu.com uh, right now to register. All right. Uh, our pledge to you, University of Hawaii football. So uh, let's get to the texts. One of them from the 208, perhaps Hawaii should wear black. I haven't seen Hawaii's jersey scheme yet for uh, for Saturday. Me neither. I don't um, think they've released it yet. But the question, uh, the quest, the the texter also asked, does uh, does the quarterback hold the ball too long? Hmm. No. I don't think so. I feel like our our line's actually done a pretty good job creating opportunities for him to get to his second and third read. Mm. And the run and shoot requires you to sometimes get all the way to your fourth read. So um, if he's holding the ball, uh, you know, outside of, you know, Pafeli Ashlock, he's really been the only guy to get loose for us. We're still really waiting on a few of our receivers to uh, um, to kind of break free. And uh, that's kind of how, you know, you play football. You can't let it rip unless your guys are open. And, um, you know, one blaring thing from this last weekend, he didn't have any interceptions. Yeah, true. 350 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. That's a good day. You make a a, a really good point that I want to build on. A lot of people will say because Hawaii's quarterback is the most noticeable individual on the offensive side of the ball, most people will normally point to, oh, if if the offense isn't working, it's because the quarterback is holding the ball too long or, you know, it's quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. But what you say I think is very interesting because I think it, it says it doesn't have to be on the quarterback as to the reason why the offense might not work. If you're not seeing consistent route running and reads from those wide receivers, that could be, you know, a bigger issue as to why that run and shoot offense doesn't work as compared to the quarterback being the issue. Hmm. Yeah, I it's a it's a it's a uh, combination of a few things. Uh-huh. It's it's uh not fair to put blame, you know, really honestly put any blame on 13 right now. He's leading the country in passing yards. Right. Let's let's give him some credit here. Um 
we are still getting in kind of the the groove, the flow of what this run and shoot offense is going to look like. That's across the board. Receivers, O-line, running back, QBs. And we're moving the ball in the air without any running game. None. And one always influences the other. So, you know, I I would like to see us get, um, and I'd be curious to hear what Timmy has to say with John Venary tonight yeah. um, on uh, the Timmy Chang show. I would like to see us get Shager out of the pocket a little bit more, yeah. maybe in some what they call flood concepts. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that coming up on the other side and and more text as well. First traffic. Hey, uh, the Timmy Chang shows tonight in case uh, you didn't know Ruby Tuesday, the Moanalua shopping center, 6 PM. And again, the uh, breaking news this afternoon is that uh, instead of Pofele Ashlock, the uh, the hot read is the quarterback Braden Shager, who will be in his place tonight. So um, you can stand up and applaud the nation's passing leader after two games. He'll be there six to seven Ruby Tuesday Moanalua. You can call, you can text, just because it is a uh, it's a radio broadcast that has uh, been adjusted for TV doesn't mean that uh, that you can't be a part of it. So uh, make sure you get in there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, we were talking before I so rudely interrupted because we had a hard out for Sports Center and That's traffic. All right. um, you were talking about – we were talking about offense, and you were mentioning one of the things you, you'd love to hear Timmy Chang talk about uh, on the Timmy Chang show tonight. So I, I, I apologize, but continue, Hunter. No, that's all right. One uh, One thing I'd like to see is we haven't shown Shager running out of the pocket We've we've seen it when uh, he's been forced out of the pocket mm-hmm. with uh, you know an opposing an opposing um, uh, defensive attack, but I would love for us to kind of see maybe a flood option to the perimeter. I, I would love to see just a, some sort of movement than keeping him stationary back there and uh, see if we can spread the field a little bit more. Um, Just create a little bit more versatility. We're not going to be able to do it a ton, probably once or twice um, a game, but I would be interested to to see some uh, some different looks that maybe we haven't shown on film yet. I, I was about to ask, like, is it one of those things to get him out of the pocket? Is it one of those things to move the pocket a little bit? Or is it one of those things that, that would try to attempt to make him look uh, like someone that you do need to pay attention to outside of the pocket with his legs? It it's uh, Flood does a, a few things. It forces those linebackers to keep an eye on the guy that they're covering and keep an eye on the QB at the same time. That's why you'll often see a QB rolling in the red zone because it puts those linebackers in a bind right there. They have to, they have to make a decision. So I would like to see that just to move that box around. So the, 
interior D linemen, those two or three linebackers, that's what they call the box. Mm. Moving and shifting that around is a really good way of kind of strong arming and opposing defense. And so we've had a difficult time doing that because we haven't been able to establish the run. So we have to find some alternative options to move the box left or right and create more space. So that's why we've seen some run pass option stuff where fake the fake the uh, the give to the running back and then uh you know Shager would would hit the guy on a quick slant or something like that. So th- there are little ways of getting around it. Um they 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 drilled a lot of tunnel screens today at practice which we uh we had a caller about that yesterday. That's um, right. And uh, they're looking into some alternative ways of spreading the field. Tunnel screens and shovel passes. Shovel passes. Chris Hart's favorite play. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, as he also he knows what that is, but he doesn't know what the cans are for. Hey, he knows practice. what he knows what button hooks are. Doesn't know what pads are. <laughs> Uh, one more from our Zephyr Insurance text line. Uh, this is from the 292. Is our team's football talent better than last year? Probably not, the texter says. You're you're nodding your head in disagreement. Uh, you're nodding your head before you heard the part that said I, probably I mean, not. I, I think that we are. I think uh, that we are more skilled. Um, l- just look at the Vandy game last year to this year. We played them to within one score. If we recover that onside kick, we might even send that game to overtime with a chance to beat an SEC team. True. We're absolutely better than we were last year. Um, you look at the additions of our team. Cam Stone was a Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year last year. Sorry, uh, all Mountain West uh, Defensive Player last year for Wyoming. He's... Are you know starting outside um, DB? Uh, word is not out yet if he's going to be active for this Saturday. I was, about to, I was about to mention that had a lower leg injury from uh, late in that Stanford game. But uh, you look at him. You look at Pafeli Ashlock. Uh, he's our best receiver, and he's a true freshman. Um, two two time freshman of the week for Mountain West. Uh, that means across conference. There's mm-hmm. no other freshman better than him the last two weeks. Right. We're absolutely better this year. Go back to Cam Stone for a second. Okay. If he can't play, again, I, I don't I don't know. It certainly looked very worrisome on Friday. Mm. If he can't play, how much does that damage Hawaii's secondary? Hmm. So I it's it's definitely a blow. I do not want to just brush over that. Uh-huh. He uh he was he he's been one of our mainstays, not only at DB but kick return, punt return. Oh, good point. Yes. You know, we've used him in a couple different uh different capacities across the board and he he carries the stick. Uh he's one of the leaders of our team. So it's going to hurt. I'm not going to lie. Um, but there were some other guys that, that got some time this this last weekend that I'm curious kind of what they're going to be able to do uh, coming into this game. I, I'm pretty sure it was it was a single-digit guy. It might have been C.J. Williams um, from Shasta College, a junior. Um, 
who was out there getting some significant reps in for us last um, last game against Stanford. The, um, I can't remember if it was him or somebody else, but uh, we did have somebody get some reps in um, in lieu of either Cam Stone or, um, or Edwards. So we are deep in the DB um, sector. It's just... It's just a matter of who is going to be called upon. Okay. Um, you know, let's do uh, let's do some ticket giveaways. How does that sound to you? Love it. Uh, and I'm trying to find where exactly I have the ticket giveaways for us. Great prep, Josh. Um, in <laughs> fact, we'll, right. we'll, we'll, will we do a caller first, or um, do we have a caller first, or, or no? Yes, Timmy Chang shows at Ruby Tuesday Moanalo. That's what the caller wanted to know. So uh, yes, it um, is. That means we'll just go right to the giveaway. Uh, we will do a pair of University of Hawaii football tickets. This is for Saturday, Hawaii against U Albany. Um, I am not going to put a dollar in the jar. U <laughs> Albany, um, you. Saturday, six p.m. Clarence TC Ching Athletics Complex. Uh, we'll do uh, we'll do a little bit of trivia on this. Our number 808-296-1420. Uh, if you've got uh, Verizon, by the way, and I and I um, keep forgetting this here and there. If you got Verizon or you've got um, Spectrum Mobile, uh, you can get in uh, as part of the contest as well. Eight zero eight five four six one two two three. So. Uh, either 808-296-1420 or 808-546-1223. That's how we'll give away University of Hawaii football tickets. We'll do it coming up on the other side of this break. But first, the Craig Angeles Show. You've been hearing it a lot. That's because it's a big show, and it's coming up again on Tuesday at Velocity Honolulu. Uh, Craig Angeles Canole, he talking about the uh, the affairs at the University of Hawaii Athletic Department, all the cool things you can kind of expect coming up. It's brought to you by the JN Group. They got some valet parking. They got food and drink from MW Restaurants, so make sure you check that out. University of Hawaii football tickets. They will be uh, potentially yours next after we look at traffic. Sports Center and another look at traffic is coming up here in uh, just about 15 minutes. You're listening to Off the Bench here on ESPN Honolulu. He's Hunter Hughes. I'm Josh Pacheco. Great to have you in. Uh, let's give away University of Hawaii football tickets. We're going to play this off of something we talked about from the first hour of the show um, and kind of leaned into in this hour of the show. Uh, let's see if Darren knows exactly what we're talking about. Darren, how are you? I'm fine. How much of the show have you listened to so far, Darren? Maybe the last 10, 15 minutes. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm in line waiting for Costco gas. <laughs> nice. And wait, so you've been listening since you've been in line. Um, how long is, how, how well has that line moved? Um, I'm next in line, so it's going oh, to be so we, kind of we, we, we better hurry up then. All right, uh, <laughs> Darren, perfect. Um, we were talking about the correct way to mention you, Albany. Um, so let's see. This is this is a one or the other answer. Is it the university? Or I'm sorry. Is it university at Albany or is it University of Albany? Which is the correct way of describing the longer version of U Albany? Well, this is going to be a guess. It's going to be 
the second one, U- University of Albany. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm so sorry, Darren. Okay, I'm so sorry. Enjoy uh, your Costco gas. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, poor guy. Um, poor guy couldn't get it. Which means, uh, well, we're, we're lining up one more person here. We'll see if that person just listened to the last call. Um, because you would imagine what the answer or the answer that was given there um, would seem kind of obvious. You would you would think. Um, let's say hi to Grace. Grace, good afternoon. How are you? Uh, hi. We're lining up one more person here. We'll see. If oh, there's a delay. Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> there is there is a delay, or are you listening on an app or something? Yes. Okay, turn your turn your app down because I can I can hear myself and I don't sound very good. Um, yeah, so, so turn the app down. All right, um, this is may or may not know the question and the answer. You Albany, the correct way to pronounce the long name of you Albany is it University at Albany, or is it University of Albany? Okay, it's University at Albany. Very good. She got it. She got it. Congratulations, Grace. And I was listening when I was in traffic on my way home. Oh, so you heard you you heard that nonsense last hour? Yes, you guys were going on and on and on. I'm like, really? Not SUNY? Okay. <laughs> so, so you, you, you know the SUNY part then? Yes. Did you like used to go to school in New York or something? No, I went to school in New Jersey. I mean, I I was in New Jersey for a while. So oh, I, close. I, so you would close. you would know. Uh, yeah, they don't prefer SUNY. Uh, no, they so. don't. <laughs> Grace, you're going to UH football on Saturday. Enjoy, all right? Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Liz will take care of you. Uh, we'll see you there. Uh, let's see if we can get 15,000. Let's let's see if we can get a fifteen thousand crowd. I I I am I'm, I'm 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 not sure. I'm just gonna say it. I was a little disappointed yep. that it wasn't a fifteen thousand tickets issued crowd. Me too. You know I I don't I don't know if it's because it's a Friday. Um, I don't know if it's traffic. People couldn't get off work. I don't know, but you've got a stadium of 15,000 people. You've got an FBS minimum that you need to have of 15,000 people. Even when Aloha Stadium was nowhere close to full before the pandemic, it wasn't like you were going to a game of 15,000 people. Maybe it was like 18 to 19, maybe 20. But it wasn't 13K. And I I'm disappointed. You know, I'm I'm disappointed for the students. I'm 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 disappointed for the team, even though the student section showed up. Props to the student section. You guys deserve it. Um they closed down campus for this. Yep. Um, you know, marketing and those folks made it a huge deal. They made it important that this was a game that you needed to be there. The home opener, it's Stanford, it's national TV, and it was 13K plus, the tickets issued. I was 
I, that was unfortunate to me. Um, you know, and, and, you know, sure, the crowd felt loud and, you know, you were on the sideline. It, you know, there were a lot of people who wore white and, yep. and, and, and that was great. But to not have 15,000 tickets issued is is disappointing for me. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted it to be a sellout as well. Uh-huh. It certainly felt loud at times. Um, having the band back up in the bleachers really yes. helps. Um, really changed the environment just simply with that. Um, the angle from which the, the music was coming down was uh, was awesome. It felt like a real stadium. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a gimmicky thing that we were trying to duct tape together. Like it felt like a stadium on campus. Um, I almost wonder, Josh, and I again, credit to UH putting this all together as quickly as they could, getting mm-hmm. it up to 15-3. But I almost wonder if there's a perceived limit to 15-3 right there. If you got it up to 20 it would probably be easier to get 15,000. You think so? I do. Okay. I I I I think it's easier to get to 18,000 in a 50,000 seat Aloha Stadium. It's easier like the 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 parking for it is easier. Um the bathroom situation is easier. True. Um the seating is more comfortable like there's just a few minor details that need to still be figured out. You know, I'm going to be curious. I think maybe this Saturday's game is a better um, better idea of what, you know, what to expect. Mm. You know, I, I have to remind myself, okay, it was a Friday. Yep. It was on, if you have cable, um, you likely had it on right. CBS Sports yep. Network. I talked to a few people that were electing just to watch it at home. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know parking is not the most ideal at, at the University of Hawaii. And you have to remind yourself, by the way, reminder to people, because I saw someone kind of struggle with it. Um, you can't buy parking when you get there. You've got to prepay your parking and then, you know, they let you in. So uh, PSA for you. Um, some people can't get off of work. Mm. Some people, they, they've, they've got kids. They got family stuff. I, I, I recognize that. You've got a Saturday game that's not – I mean, it's on cable, but it's pay-per-view. So that's an extra – I don't remember. It's somewhere between 40 and 50 bucks or 40 and 60 for that one game. If you have a season pass, then great. You're still spending a couple hundred bucks. Um, so you might have more people that go because they don't want to spend the 40 to 50 to 60 to watch the game on their uh, – you know, on, on pay-per-view. So they might want to go in person and watch – you have time to to park. You have time to get there and and grab your parking spot. You know, sit in the tailgate in the back of your truck and down a couple of hot dogs. Mm. Um, maybe maybe that's the better barometer, a pay per view game. If you can get fifteen thousand for a pay per view game, maybe that answers our questions about why you have fifteen k versus thirteen k. Mm. If you can't get fifteen k in a pay per view game. I think then we start talking about how invested are people in this program. It's it's the talking point that I hate. You know, I don't ever like going there, but you have to. Hmm. You can't go from a 50,000-seat stadium 
to a 9K plus to a 15-3. Not get 15-3 issued. It was 12,000 plus through the turnstiles. And not ask the question, why? Hmm. If you feel like marketing is doing what it can, and I and and Eric's my guy. Yeah. I, I know how much work he's putting into it. I, I I he's tirelessly working hard on it. So I I believe in him and I trust him. Um, you got a football team that is representing the community the right way. I don't believe the football. I I don't believe the football team is a team that you can't root for. Yep. Um, can't blame the student section anymore. Exactly. That That's was, usually the cop out. Yep. So then what? That student section was sold out, jam-packed. Yeah. It was amazing. Didn't they have a line? I think so. Um, there were some some photos of that on, on social where I think there was like a line. I don't know if it was going into Les Murakami Stadium if it, or if it was just getting into the student section. But it was good to see students taking interest. I think you have to ask about if that's good enough but the rest isn't, then why? Um Maybe that's the later discussion, and maybe, you know, if Saturday tells us whatever Saturday tells us, maybe then the discussion naturally goes there. But I, 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 I felt disappointed when I saw the, uh, the, the, the final number. I, I think to, you, you mentioned the bathroom situation. I think that is, you know, a, some people may, may say, oh, you're talking about bathrooms. People, um, People are people. They have, they do that. Absolutely. And if our fan base is you know, a, you know, a little older, uh huh, that stuff's important. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, little things do matter. Um, you know, I, I know Gary. I, I remember being in the booth and uh, I was watching Gary uh, walk by the long lines um, by the concessions here on on the uh, well, they're all on the near side. Um, I was watching like everybody's standing looking one way. He is the one person <laughs> going against the grain who already sticks out because he's wearing an Aloha shirt and long pants. So I know it's him when everybody else is more, you know, casual, the white out and all those people, they're all looking in the other direction. Here's a guy in green Aloha shirt, long pants. You can't miss Gary. And everybody else is waiting for a while in this long, long line. That might be something to look at, too. Sports Center coming up next. This is the song that, um, you know, when, when you're not listening to us, which is like, let's say, weekends, you get in your car and you say, I can brave traffic. I can do this. I'm ready. My traffic game face is on. And if you're not pumped up after listening to this for three minutes. Zombie Nation. Something's wrong with you. Also, if you turn it up really loud and look just kind of at the haze of cars in traffic, it kind of feels like everyone in their cars is singing it. Does it? I would think so. Uh, Which gives you a different perspective on what traffic is. It's just a big mosh pit. Do you remember the commercial? Give us a review. The, um, oh gosh, it's, no, it's a movie. The, the, where, where the guys are like bobbing their heads up and down. I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's a commercial or it's a movie, but it's like really faint. No, 
they're bobbing their heads to the side. Remember that one? It's, oh. I think it's Saturday Night Live, isn't it? Yeah. Um, shoot. Saturday Night Live, but there was a specific sketch that they made into a movie. Right. Liz, um, Liz is looking at me like, what, what are you doing? Nope. She, I don't think she knows this because think, yep. the, the, the whole part of the sketch when the music is playing, it's not bobbing their head like straight in front. It's the side it's to, to side. It's to the side. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that makes it funny. She's like, you nerds. What are, nobody does this. Nobody cool does that. Night at the Roxbury. Okay. Thank you. Night at the Roxbury. There you go. Thank you. Uh, I needed that. And it was Will Ferrell. It's someone else too, wasn't it? Uh, well, in the the original sketch, it was uh, one of the other SNL guys. It was not and, Chris Farley and Jim Jim Carrey actually. Oh, okay. Jim Carrey was the guest host. Gotcha. Yep. All right. You know, you know what this is. And, and they did uh, "What Is Love." Baby, yeah, there don't you go. hurt me. Was I think that was also made? Um, wasn't that also recreated in a Pepsi commercial? Probably. It's pretty iconic. I got to think it was. Um, yeah. Um, it, was, it was for Diet Pepsi Max uh, from Hathaway's What is Love back mm. in 2008. You know what this is? Um, I, I feel very rusty in in some of this stuff because we've had no new episodes of Saturday Night Live for a long, long, long time. Because you've got the, the, the writer's strike. Chris Kattan. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Doc. Um, yeah. We haven't had episodes because of the fact that the writer's strike and then the actor's strike. Yeah. And so I feel very rusty on my Saturday Night Live because that has always been my routine is – I'll watch the 10 o'clock news, which goes to like 10.28, and then I'll watch Saturday Night Live. Or if it's a, a, a game night, a University of Hawaii football game night, I'll just you know watch it on, on the, uh, the, the DVR. This is the uh, – I'm, I'm showing Hunter because I don't know if he remembers the 2008 Diet Pepsi Max Super Bowl commercial mm. um, where it actually starts with people, like, nodding off like they're sleeping. Ah, now, you okay. can't hear, you know, Hathaway's What is Love because, I, you know, I can't play it. You also probably don't remember Diet Pepsi Max. But there, yeah. Yeah, LL Cool J. Oh, cool J. And, and there is, like, and Nelly. The, the, yeah, the head, the head nod and Joe Buck – uh, with the uh, with the wake up people uh, slogan to it. Oh, and then the SNL homage right there at the end. Yeah, yep. yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Hopefully, not uh, bad. Hopefully that helps. Um, I would tell Liz, uh, go back to when you were like five years old. Yeah. And the Diet Pepsi Max commercial from 2008, and you'll see what us old farts. <laughs> Um, you know, considered to be entertainment in Super Bowl commercials. And then you will say, these Super Bowl commercials are so lame. Like, these commercials now in 2023 are so much cooler than that. Do you remember the Bud Light commercials where Cedric the Entertainer would get dancing and he was really big and ended up, like, like his girlfriend was in a porta potty and then he, like... Ran into her and knocked the porta potty down the hill. I don't remember. Oh that. my gosh, that those were my favorite. Like the music would start and then he would just start dancing, and he had 
the Bud Light in his hand and then ended up somehow always knocking over something. Oh, you know what you're going to make me do now? Once this show is over, I'm going to be Google searching. Uh, I'm uh, not Google searching. I'm going I'm to be YouTubing old Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. And and to, to Doc and to, uh, to Mike uh, with Chris Kattan, thank you, folks, for remembering Chris Kattan because I'm a believer that Chris Kattan is a very underrated Saturday Night Live, uh, um, you know, actor. Very, very underrated. Uh, bef- you know, before the time where you had to be like a social media star to really kind of excel on Saturday Night Live, if you were like an Andy Samberg mm-hmm. um, yep. or a, uh, you know, Pete Davidson, who's now transitioned into movies and or Jimmy Transformers. Fallon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which didn't really fit. Or Jimmy Fallon. You're, you're right. Uh, it is off the bench here on ESPN Honolulu. He's Hunter Hughes. I'm Josh Pacheco. We got volleyball tickets to give away a little bit later on in the hour. Uh, we've got Hawaii. We've got uh, Liberty. Um, no word if the Limu Emu uh, will will be there. You get it? I do. You, you do get it. That's All good. Right. Just, That's just, good. Just making sure. Yeah. Um, you can text in our Zephyr Insurance text line. is at 808-296-1420. Uh, you can uh, you can text us. You can call us. Lots of stuff there. All right. Um, text her from the 228 via our Zephyr Insurance uh, text line. Let's get back to UH football. Are you guys nuts? Mm. No comment. You say we have the nation's passing leader, but you talk X's and O's about moving the pocket or keeping the D-box honest. Please, Please tell us not just the personnel we de- uh, we need on defense, but what X's and O's are needed on defense. So, so I'm I'm assuming here. I'm I'm trying to read this text, and I'm and what I'm hearing is this person does not necessarily need to hear what can make Hawaii's offense better because it's not perfect. You want specific people or um. You know, X's and O's on defense. And we'll get there. I mean, I... Hey, there are 32 different ways we can take the University of Hawaii football discussion, and we can't always get to all 32. That's why we have a whole entire week, except for tomorrow, because we've got all 30 minutes after uh, NFL opening night. Um, But you know what? We talk X's and O's. We talk about moving the pocket. We talk about keeping the defensive front line honest. Why? Because Hawaii's offense was okay, but it has signs of improvement. And after Braden Shaker gets sacked as many times as he did last week, there clearly is need for improvement. And frankly, there are more people who care about the improvement needed in the offense than there is needed in the improvement in the defense. Hmm. Not to say defense doesn't matter, but we know what people pay to see when they go to the Clarence T. C. Ching Athletics Complex. Points. They, they pay to see points. Yep. And that's why we do it. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want people to kind of, you know, act like, oh, you know, um, we're we're ignoring defense, we're ignoring the X's and O's, but we know what people want. We, 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 as as Jalen Rose says, give the people what they want, and that's why we're not nuts. Um, but since he wants to know about defense, let's let's indulge him. X's and O's on defense. 
This was one of the few times, and we see you guys on the phones um, at 808-296-1420 and also uh, 808-546-1223. This was the first time in the the year we did not see a sack in the quarterback. Um, They had less tackles for loss than Stanford. Is there um, is there an X's and O's solution? I mean, you're asking a quarterback and a radio guy. <laughs> so, you know, I realize it could be a little bit of a, a, a different conversation, but uh, your perspective would be what? Um, now, this last game, we were doing our best to just to just fight in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like we did our best to prepare, but Stanford didn't have anything on film yet. And they were a brand new team with a brand new coach, brand new scheme, all of those things. It is extremely difficult to guess what a team is going to do. We didn't even know who their starting quarterback was going to be. They were extremely secretive on all of those things. And so from a defensive perspective, it's very difficult to prepare Mm -hmm. for that. And then by the time we got them figured out, they came out in a completely different scheme in the second half with dual running backs and threw a completely new set of circumstances at us. And we were scrambling to figure it out. Right. So, again, I want to remind everyone, University of Hawaii usually has – it's a tale of two seasons, non-conference and conference. We are going to match up – very, very well with our personnel against conference opponents in just three weeks' time. It is a little unfair still, even though we've we've shown hopes of being really good. It, I believe it's still unfair to judge our team off of how we've played against two Power 5 non-conference opponents. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, these last two weeks, the opposing offensive lines that we've, we've, we've faced are much bigger. They're much stronger, and it's difficult for us to get through and cause any kind of havoc on opposing quarterbacks. If you don't do that, they can pick you apart. They're Division One football players for a reason. Um, opposing running backs, usually. I'm surprised that we've actually done halfway decent stopping the run because last year, teams ran right through us. That is actually a tremendous improvement uh, as opposed to last year. So it's difficult to say. Um, we, we need to cause some pressure, which causes bad decisions, which causes turnovers. We have zero turnovers yet. Mm-hmm. So from an X's and O's standpoint, I hope that was a decent answer. Um, I'm not a defensive guy uh, in the slightest. I'm more focused on outscoring people. Um, and if I knew more than that, I'd probably probably be on the staff. So, Rick, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, first, Scott, this is a, a curious texter. What type of defense is Hawaii better at, zone or man? Uh, we don't have the athleticism to go man for man on the outside. So we have to rely on zone. Okay. Yeah. Hope that uh, that cures your curiosity, Scott. Now let's go to Rick, who's calling in at 808-296-1420. Rick, what's up? Thanks for taking my call, and don't worry, I won't say it. Okay, Clipper Rick, right, I'll say so, it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking, man. 
I understand what Coach Chang is doing. He wants he needs a big running back, but I would like to see him put Solo Vaipulu back in the line. He's our most senior lineman. He has the knowledge. He has the leadership to pull that line together, and and you know that's what we need. We need a little little bit more help on the blocking. But instead of having him in the backfield, I would like him to be the senior leader of the offensive line. I think that'll come into, you know, it'll be big when you, to help all those guys stay together. And the other thing, Josh, I would like to see Ofele as Shager hit a Shager bomb on the first offensive play of the game. Talk about jacking up the stadium. Talk about jacking up the teams. Because when we fall behind two, three touchdowns, then they start airing it out and they make connections. So I would like to see that on the very first play of the game. And then we keep the defense honest also. I think he. I think he just. I, I think he just hit the point. Uh, and thank you, Clipper Rick. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, I, Rick. I, I think he hit the point that um, right at that very end, keeping a defense honest. I mean, they have not had successful first uh, first drives of each game, um, so you want to keep them honest. All right, take a deep shot, and then let's 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 see how they respond to that. But you're the offensive guy. You're you know I'm 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 just the bloviator here on this microphone. I I love the idea taking the shot early. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure if my memory is correct, Josh, if we didn't score on our first drive, we scored on our second drive against Vanderbilt. So it didn't take us long yeah. to get going in just uh, two games ago. So we, we have shown the ability uh, to score and score early. Um, I like the idea about bringing Solo to the line. Um, I have heard that the reason he's not there right now is he's lost weight. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's certainly still strong enough to be on the offensive line. But I think they're concerned about just size. So, ironically, him kind of filling out at, like, a fullback position is kind of a better fit right now. So, yeah, you make a good point. I think on that end, if if he's a backup offensive lineman for a reason, whether it is that or you've got guys who have outperformed him, if if he is a backup for a reason, then you know what? I I want to see him where he's at. I want to see him as he is being utilized, but maybe in a way that is less obvious to how he's being utilized. Uh, Miles, stay right there because we we got to get to traffic here. want to remind you once again, the Craig Angeles Show uh, next Tuesday at Velocity in Honolulu. Check it out. It's hosted by Kanoa Leahy. All the stuff you need to know about Hawaii athletics with the guy who runs the place. Uh, they've got food and drink. They've got valet parking. It is brought to you by the JN Group. Check it out next Tuesday. Traffic here. You're listening to Off the Bench. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. you're not doing the side bob at this point you have not been listening to the show or as uh as poppy used to say you don't get the show old levitard days traffic coming up here in a little bit uh let's say hi to miles who's been waiting very patiently at 808-296-1420 546-1223 as well hi miles 
Hi. Hi, this is Miles. Yes, Miles. Yes. Um, what do you think about this Saturday, the football? I think it's it, it it's going to be a telling game about where this University of Hawaii football team is after three games. They, they're expected to win, but we'll see how they accomplish that. That will tell us a lot moving forward. Can you tell me what conference they are? Who? The team that we're playing. You, Albany. They're in the Colonial Athletic Association. Uh, what school or where, where they're from? They're from Albany, Albany New, York. New York. Miles, thank you for calling. Appreciate you listening, man. Uh, I wish I I wish I had more time uh, to answer the questions, yeah, but I we got hidden out. I, well, yeah, part of it is because I got to tell people about the Timmy Chang show, which is coming up. I uh, just got an update from uh, from the folks down there at Ruby Tuesday, Moana Lua. People are already down there. Uh, people have been taking those high top tables. I'd say it's about quarter to half full already, mm. um, as we are getting closer to the show. So, uh, if you want to get down there, get on uh, get on your way. Timmy Chang, Braden Shager. Uh, will be the uh, the guest tonight at uh, at Ruby Tuesday, and of course you can call and text. And our encore presentations tomorrow, 11 a.m. here on ESPN Honolulu, and uh, 6 p.m. on K High. Let's get traffic. It is not lost on us. The NFL season is oh boy, how good is my math? 20 hours and change. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 20 hours, 33 minutes. Don't quote me on it. Kansas City, and I cannot believe I'm saying it, the Detroit Lions on opening night of National Football League season. And I think there are some people that might be putting the uh, Kansas City Chiefs on upset alert because uh, we know about the Kelsey injury. Mm. Um, he's not officially out. He is... Um, he is questionable, is Travis Kelsey. Upset alert? Is that, um, should we be thinking about that opening night? No, I don't. I don't either. No, I think they have plenty of options and plenty of weapons to throw around. And Andy Reid is a, a phenomenal play caller. So I, I think they're going to be in, they're always in a position to win games. You know, I, I think one thing we need to look at, though, Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator, is not there anymore. This will be the first time we get to really see how impactful Eric Bieniemy was leading the offense or as the OC of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's now in Washington uh, working under Ron Rivera with the Washington Commanders. But I, it's I, that's apparently too tough on the, those guys. What a joke. Um <laughs> You guys can't handle how tough Eric Bieniemy is. Uh, Coming from get winning out of, the last two out of three. Yeah, get out of the game. You can't handle that. You're soft. Um, I agree. But I, I think it is a story. Like we were just talking about in the college game. You know, Clemson gets gets a new offensive coordinator, the the old OC from TCU, and that was one of the worst offensive performances I've seen Clemson have in years. OCs matter. Yes. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be interested to see how that goes. I mean, there is other injury news. Uh, Cooper Cup has been ruled out for the Los Angeles Rams against Seattle. It is not out of the question that he could be placed on the pup list, which would mean 
that he would miss the first four games Oof. of the year. He's got a hamstring injury. I was just listening somewhere before uh, we got on the air. Sometime after my three-hour-long meeting today, um, the idea of tanking, Ooh. the Rams tanking, probably, what, the third-best team in that division behind Seattle and San Francisco, not yeah. in that particular order. Certainly still ahead of Arizona. Stafford's, yeah, by far. Yeah. Stafford's on the older side. Um, I don't really like thinking about tanking when you haven't played a game yet, but if you don't know that Cooper Cup's going to be with you after four games, does that does that lend to that possibility if you're thinking longer term? Yeah, I don't know. That That's... That's unique. I, I feel for all of the fantasy owners that still believe in number ten. <laughs> Who got him in our in our league? Do That's a good know? question. I don't know because uh, I didn't I didn't think that in uh, in my league in which my team's name is two for Newt Bar. <laughs> um, I I I was concerned someone would take uh, Cooper Cup. Yep. Just because I mean that would that would have been a gutsy pick. Yeah. And uh, I would say bullish hoping that he could regain form from two seasons ago. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I will find out who was that fool who, uh, who who drafted Cooper Cup. Speaking of fantasy real quick. I thought you were going to say speaking of fools. <laughs> well, in, in some aspects. <laughs> okay. Do you know that you can actually still draft Tom Brady? He's on the list. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. He's still on the list and listed on uh, a player on the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Please tell me. Well, it's I hilarious. guess because maybe his retirement papers aren't entirely in, and technically, if he's if he was still under contract, then yeah. technically his rights do still revert there. Um, so I guess that that does kind of make sense. I, I I would love it though. And by the way, uh, <laughs> Cooper Cup. Drafted by her. Uh, yes. <laughs> Liz. Liz drafted Cooper Cup. All right, Liz. This, this is Liz's first time playing fantasy. So anytime Yeah, I don't I didn't know what. All right, we're 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 gonna give you a little uh a little four one one, little um courtesy competition right here, okay? Would you like to trade for one of my four quarterbacks? Oh my gosh. Don't listen to <laughs> I Josh. Thought you just, I thought, I thought you just got trying. over talking about how you shouldn't want Cooper Cup. Yeah, Josh is <laughs> trying to take advantage of you right now. No, I'm, I'm just thinking ahead to like week six. Okay. But your, your piece of advice, go for it. All right, so anytime one of your players is hurt or potentially hurt, you need to make sure that they're not in your starting lineup. Okay. okay. So put another receiver who's on your bench. Get them off the bench. Hey, that's the name of our show. Yeah. Put him in the place of Cooper Cup and put Cooper Cup on your bench. Well, guess okay. what? She doesn't I'll have do to that. worry about that until week two. We have an odd number of teams in our league. Oh, she's not playing anyone she's, this week? She's got the bye here in week one. That's, well done, Liz. Yeah, that's, that's, that is. Then you're good. Yeah. You can you can let everybody make their mistakes in week one. Oh, you're one. good then. Wow. Uh, we did get someone via our uh, Zephyr Insurance text line who asked if anybody had drafted uh, Jonathan Taylor. Mm. Someone did. I'm, I'm sure that sounds like a Tanner thing. It it probably is. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember who it was, but I do remember someone drafting Jonathan Taylor. I want to say it was middle rounds. 
Um, but yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure someone's got him. Mm. I I don't know who. Um, I I don't want to go through fantasy rosters all day because that's that's just kind of boring. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's along those lines. Um, let's go. Let, let's go, just with the two teams that we got tomorrow night. We can get to the rest of the divisions on Friday. AFC West. How confident are you? This is the Chiefs' year again. Better yet, before you answer that question. Yep. How confident are you? The Denver Broncos will end the year with a different starting quarterback than the one they will be starting the year with. Not very. I think Russ actually has a resurgence this okay. year. I think he finds a way with Sean Payton to um I don't know if contend in the wet the AFC West is what I believe is going to happen. They're going to probably be right there with the Raiders for bottom tier, and then it will be between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, however, I, I do see them being right around 500. I could see them being, you know, an 8-8 eight and eight team mm. or 8-9 uh, and nine if they're playing 17. So I think, I think Russ has a, a halfway decent year. Yeah, I, I think there's some concern from Sean Payton. Can Russ focus on football? Really? Can he get his can he get his head out of some of the other stuff? I mean, last year was not a great it was one of Russ's worst worst careers of his career. Worst careers. <laughs> worst, worst seasons. Worst years of his career. There you go. Man, we just ditched everything from his days in Seattle. Um I would not be surprised if Denver finds itself at the bottom, which I believe it is very possible they could be. Uh I believe you have to start looking toward the future. Hmm. And if you start looking toward the future, um, I think that means you've uh, you've got to look at, at benching Russell Wilson. Yeah, this is a show up or show out year yeah. kind of for him. And last year was his benefit of the doubt grace year for all of the success he had in Seattle. So that's a very interesting storyline that I think, you know, a lot of people are going to be watching very closely. By the way, uh, someone was asking, did someone draft Jonathan Taylor? Yes, someone did draft Jonathan Taylor. This is our good friend, one of my favorite people on this earth, Lance Tominaga, who mm. drafted Jonathan Taylor. All right. But he's also got Joe Mixon and Ezekiel Elliott, so um, okay. you know, he makes up for that. Bold strategy, his, Cotton. Uh, starting lineup. We were, um, we were talking about the NFC North earlier, um, which I think could be a competitive division. I think will be a competitive division. Uh, who get... Your Hunter is wearing a Walter Payton Chicago Bears jersey. Um, it probably needs a, a, a tide wash in cold water. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it does. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've seen these these tide commercials where nice. they're like proving to people that you can wash stained clothes in cold water. Mm. You've seen them probably, right? Uh-huh. Where they throw they're in the cafeteria and a bunch of kids are throwing food like ketchup yeah. and all that stuff. Put the thing in in the cold water wash. It's all clean. Um, there we t- go. Tied with cold water. There we go. Um, take the jersey off for a moment. Mm. Who's winning the NFC North? The Vikings. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think it's going to be close. Yeah. However, it could be really fun if Detroit finds some footing. That they're they're a fun de- a fun team to root for. I just uh, I don't. 
I don't know if I'm sold on that just yet. I, I still feel like that is the Vikings division to lose. And until Detroit uh, proves proves that otherwise, uh, I'm I'm sticking with uh, with Skull. Um, I think maybe the better question for that division: Does the NFC North get a wild card team? Hmm. I'm inclined to say no right now. Yeah, I think I, I think that's going to be the that's going to be the East. I think you'll get one out of the West. I think you'll get one out of the East. Uh, actually, no. I will say maybe one out of the North. I think it's the South that doesn't get any. Mm. Um, but then it, let's okay. Let's say Minnesota wins the division. Detroit or Green Bay gets that wild card. I think it's Detroit. And I honestly, I I, I do think the Bears and the Packers are going to split this year. Mm-hmm. Probably home and home. And then depending on health of. You know, for for Chicago, it all depends on the health of Fields, the 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 health of DJ Moore, of uh, Darnell Mooney. All of it depends on those guys' health. There, there's a lot riding on those new young players. So, if they're healthy, they they got a chance. Actually, I I think they have a chance to. Uh, they're not on the Vikings level, but they are in an interesting position to maybe try to get in that into that second spot. All right, um, we'll come back. We've got uh, we've got a question. There's an individual on our text line who wants an honest and comprehensive answer to their text. Okay, but we don't have ten minutes, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to let you think about it right now. Uh, we also going to give away volleyball tickets, Hawaii and Liberty tomorrow night. Uh, 7 p.m. Simplify Arena at Stan Sheriff Center. Two tickets, so uh, dial in 808-296-1420. If you've got Verizon or Spectrum Mobile, 808-546-1223 for your chance uh, to check out Hawaii and Liberty. Uh, Quickly, M. Dyer Global Scoreboard brought to you by M. Dyer Global. Moving Hawaii into the future. One game underway, top of the seventh inning. Orioles with a 7-3 lead on the Los Angeles Angels. Games that have gone final include the Yankees over the Detroit Tigers, 4-3, to uh, and the Chicago Cubs over San Francisco, 8-2. Uh, U.S. Open. Um, Carlos Alcaraz, the number one seed, gets by Alexander Zverev, 6-3, 6-2, uh, 6-4. Danilo Medvedev uh, moves on to the semifinals, a, a three-set win for, uh, for him. And on the women's side, Madison Keys, the American, will advance 6-1-6-4 in uh, in her bout. Coco Goff, by the way, the sensational American. She and Jessica Pagula lose in three Mm. in their doubles match. That's your M. Dyer Global scoreboard. M. Dyer Global always on the move. Volleyball tickets and our wrap coming up next. It's off the bench on ESPN Honolulu. We are giving away volleyball tickets. Nationally ranked Hawaii against Liberty tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Simplify Arena at Stan Sheriff Center. Dial in 808-296-1420. If you've got uh, Spectrum Mobile or Verizon, that's how you can play along with us uh, there on the phone lines. Woodcraft Hawaii's vendor days are here this week. Save 10% off Bosch Power Tools and 25% off accessories at uh, Woodcraft White. So while we kind of wait on that, Hunter, uh, I want to get to this texter who wants an honest 
and comprehensive answer to this question. And okay. then I will, I will give you the second uh, part of the question after that. Why can't we run the ball? I, I wish I knew the answer. I've got seven minutes for you to answer comprehensively and honestly. Why can't we run the ball? Uh, hey, you know what? I'm going to shift it from an answer to kind of a uh, – I would suggest something to you. Me or the texter? To the texter. Okay. The uh, Timmy Chang show is in about you know seven, eight minutes. There Why you go. Why don't you text him? That's a great idea. Or call. Yep. I can take a stab at it, but uh, why don't you talk to the man himself? Well, take a stab at it. All right. Um, We haven't been able to run the ball these last two games because the defensive line that we faced are bigger, stronger, and in some ways faster than our our offensive line. Mm -hmm. Now, I do think that it's not fair to judge really our our production in the running game or even our offense in general just off of these last two games because it's much different than what we're going to see in conference. We're, we're going to match up much better against the teams that we face in about three weeks' time. Mm. So see how we do that first that first conference game against UNLV whenever we go up to Vegas. That will be a really true tell on how we do for the rest of the year. Um, it's always a, a tale of two seasons, non-conference and conference. So it's uh, I, I kind of want to play devil's advocate right there. Um, throw on top of that our main down and distance running back, Najee Bryant-Lelay, number 22, has been banged up. He's yeah. been hurt. You're, you're asking an outside, shifty kind of uh, – Darren Sproles, kind of a running back that we have in Tyland Hines, you're asking him to be more like Jerome Bettis in the middle and try to run through people, and that's not his skill set. So it's tough to be shifty when there aren't holes. So that's I hadn't thought of thinking about it that way. That's that's what's <laughs> happening right now. He he might go up there and make one move, but then has to try to bounce it outside. And at that point, you've got two hats on him. So there, there could be a lot of reasons for why we're not running the football, but I think if you were to ask Coach Timmy Chang here in the next you know, 10 minutes or so, he'd probably give you a similar answer. Uh, so the second part of the, part of the question. Oh, there's a two-parter. Uh, there is. This one doesn't need an honest and comprehensive answer. Okay. Can Dalen Morris throw adequately for this offense? Would be nice to have a quarterback who can run. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's putting his phone down, guys. This is serious. Number 13, Braden Shager, is the number one passing yards leader in the entire country. What is love? Yes. Please more, sing the praises. More the praises. than Caleb Williams, the defending Heisman winner for USC. Sing the praises. No one has more passing yards than Braden Shager right now. I don't know if you heard that. No one. The run and shoot needs a pure passer. Now, I do like the idea of having Dalen Morris throw on occasion if we're only going to throw him out there for Wildcat. You have to keep linebackers, DNs honest. Whether it's 
a Tim Tebow style two steps towards the the line of scrimmage jump pass over the line of scrimmage, maybe in red zone, um, or a little fakery and then a, a tight end, squ- you know, squeaks out or fakery. Something. I like that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like keeping them on edge, I think is going to be um, a challenge for this offense. We're, we're having to get really creative really early in the season using uh, an offensive lineman as a running back, um, maybe even bringing over, you know, tight ends, other positions to play running back, to fill roles, uh, relying on a cabinet of receivers. Um, Ten different receivers caught caught passes this last week. Ten. We're having to dig deep as a team right now. Um, it is... um, it's unfair. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's unfair to be talking about another quarterback when this last week we had one that threw for 350, three touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. He can't do it by himself, guys. That's right. That's right. I was trying to lighten And the I'll mood. be the first one. I want this very public. I'll be the first one to admit, yeah, we need a new guy. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. If you were at practice and you saw – his arm compared to the others, it is night and day. It's night and day. He's our guy. Thank you. Call again. <laughs> I was going to lighten the mood again, but I I, I don't want to take away from, from the thunder you just laid down there. <sighs> uh, one more. Well, two more. Texter from the 393 speaking the obvious. We don't need a new QB. Um, there we go. No, that was, I'm sorry. That was Hunter on his phone just now texting that. Um, Texter from the 741 asked this simple question Shovel pass? No. <laughs> I know we talked. Okay. You probably didn't hear us yesterday. <laughs> we can't shovel pass unless we run the ball. Yeah. The only way the shovel, I know it sounds so sexy. It sounds so, oh, man, we could do the shovel pass. Yeah, the only way that works is if you're moving linebackers, if you're moving DNs outside of the tackle box and then scooting someone underneath them. But if they're not threatened and they can stay home and defend us with a three-man front, meaning we have five guys for three or four and they're still getting through us, we have much bigger problems on our hands. It sounds good. Trust me, it won't work. <laughs> it won't work. Yeah. Um, I would go to final words. Your passion here in the moment has... Um, <laughs> you know, no, your, your passion has led me to being responsible. I was going to go eat a donut after the show. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm going to be responsible. Wow. I'm going to be a, a good human to my own body thanks to your passion. Thank you, Hunter. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Coming up next, it is the Timmy Chang Show from Ruby Tuesday in the Moana Lewis Shopping Center. We'll see you after football tomorrow.